When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in Tuesday edition, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us as we roll through what should be a really exhilaratingly fun, I hope, Tuesday edition of the program. But we begin with breaking news inside of the show. Last week, I tested positive for what we believe is the Omicron version of COVID. This week, appearing live from his Manhattan apartment after testing positive yesterday, Buck Sexton, how do you feel? I'm all right, man. I mean, people could hear yesterday, and hi, everybody. People could hear yesterday, my voice was a little off, um, particularly in the podcast of the Buck Sexton show in the morning. I had to restart it a few times, and then I realized, because let me just tell you the thought process here, Clay, I think it's instructive. I wake up, and I think to myself, oh, man, I've got a cold, I think. Not sure yet. And I go into the office and I'm like, hmm, I feel kind of funky. If it wasn't the era of COVID, I would have just been like, drink some tea, man up, you'll be all right, don't cough on anybody. But because it's COVID, of course, it hits me as I sit down into the show, oh gosh, I got to go get a COVID test, don't I? And sure enough, it comes back positive right away. And now I'm sitting here in quarantine until Friday. And I got to tell you, the good news for me so far is that having had COVID Twice, not once, but twice. And after being forced to get a shot, I've noticed a pattern here, Clay. I get the virus, and then the state, or in this case, the city of New York, forces me to get a shot for that virus after I've had it and have natural immunity. And I think that's probably going to happen again now. Now that I've had Omicron, they're probably going to make me get an Omicron booster in March, as if we're all idiots and can't can't actually make any decisions for ourselves. When did you first have COVID? Because I first had COVID in November of 2020. I, I think I had the alpha version of COVID then. No real issues. I was, you know, uh, I, a day 
maybe that I felt a little bit icky back in uh, November of 2020. And then last week I had COVID. And I would say, you know, I mean, again, it was a light cold for me. I'm assuming it's the Omicron version. Some people out there are like, you don't know what the official variant you got was because they don't test. Yeah, right. 98 or 99% of people are testing positive for Omicron uh, when they actually analyze the specific variant. So given the fact that I already had COVID before, I think it's probably Omicron, the statistics would be. So you had it for the first time when? Um, I had COVID, and the, the, the some of the audience might remember because I was off radio for like uh, a few days, um, in March, I think, of 2021. So, so you made it a, a full year, year after things broke out the first time. Yeah, I mean, I lasted a year without getting COVID, and I was the anti-mask bandit in my building, and everyone was complaining, and I'm like, well, I, somehow I'm fine walking around here. And it also reminds me, too, all the times I've had to mask up on planes in recent months and do all this uh, stupidity, okay, I got sick anyway. So yeah. what was that really all about? And everyone I know is getting sick with COVID in New York, everybody, right now. Yes. So, And we should also mention, we've got an event, I think at least now, still scheduled. Ali can let me know if anything's changed in Fort Myers. So the other reason you wanted to get tested is because I will, now that I've already gotten through it and I've quarantined and everything else, in theory, I'm still going to be at this Fort Myers event that we're doing in Florida. But you wanted to make sure that if you had COVID, you weren't traveling and going to that event, right? So Yeah, because it would be right on the edge of what the quarantine guidelines are right and there's a there's a difference i think between being out of quarantine and and going and shaking hands with a few hundred people so yeah Yeah. we wanted we wanted to be sure before but it's just amazing how much the psychology around all this stuff has changed because i mean i'm sitting here right now i've been telling my friends this feels like like wimpy cron like it's not it's a fraction having had both the original it's like original original coke you got you got covid remix now you know original pepsi original coke i had the original covid and that was rough i mean that was really uh, a shock to the system for me for for a solid week and now i'm sitting here and i got the the i guess the omicron variant and people keep saying it's milder i would not miss under if we were if this were 2019 clay and i felt like this I would be in the studio. I would not miss a moment of work. I just try to stay away from people in close contact because I would think I had a cold. That's it. Yeah, it's amazing how society has completely fundamentally altered. Because we do get that question, why did you decide to go get tested? And last week, I got tested. I didn't get tested the first time. I found out I had COVID officially because of the antibody test I did later. Uh, But I wanted to know for sure whether I had COVID so I could talk about it on the radio. And for you, we've got an event scheduled this weekend. So you're like, well, if I feel like I've got a cold, given how prevalent in New York City, the Omicron variant has swept through the entirety of New York City. Uh, you wanted to make sure whether or not you had it, too. It is kind of crazy that given the fact that it feels like a light cold, if you had had a cold, you'd be like, okay, it's just a cold. I'm not positive for Omicron and or covid and so you would just have continued with your life but now we've created this entire world where if you've got covid oh my goodness you immediately change your behavior and you're in the apartment right now doing your show from there i'd be so curious to see what the actual data would be on whether or not omicron is for people who have had any strain of covid before so if you have some natural immunity that you've built up to this this type of virus in general, whether it, I mean, how much more or less dangerous than the common cold is this really? Yeah, I, I'm, I, I mean that honestly. I mean, look, COVID-19 was clearly I mean, it was worse than a common flu it was worse than a common cold. 
Omicron, I mean, for a while, the data showed nobody was dying from this. But what's fascinating is, is and, and I feel like you have to look at the data now with a lot of skepticism because we know there are a lot of people in the hospital who aren't supposed to be. I would want to know, so are all these people, because right now the average, I think the 14-day rolling average, according to the New York Times, is about 1,800 deaths a day right now. And so are those all Omicron deaths? Or is that from the 5 or 10% that's still Delta that's out there? I mean, I, you know, I feel like we can't know, Clay. Um, but I can tell everybody right now, sitting here doing this show, I'm right in, like, the middle of it, right? I'm in the, I'm in the peak of Omicron. At least I hope that's where I am, because uh, it's not that bad. I, I just feel like there, there's stuff that we don't know yet, or there's stuff that isn't reflected in the data. And if we're not willing to basically bulldoze through Omicron and go back to normal life, I, I, I feel like we're now all prisoners of respiratory virus season hysteria for the rest of our lives. That's my concern. If this, if this is too scary for people to handle and go about normal life, yeah, sure, get shots if you're at risk, etc. But, Clay, if this is too scary, everything is too scary. I, I think that's why the integral question going forward has to be, how does this all end? Because, to your point, it's almost impossible for Omicron, based on all the data that we've seen so far, I had it, you have it, you have it, you have it right now. And so we've experienced what we believe is exactly what this virus does to your body. And the answer is, for most people, it's not very significant in terms of its impact. And uh, and that's, by the way, whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, because one of the usual blue check moves, if you were a hardcore blue check uh, Buck, you would have said, I've got Omicron, but it's not impacting me at all because I am I was vaccinated, right? But we know that your Johnson & Johnson vaccine, <laughs> sorry to laugh, but your Johnson & Johnson vaccine legitimately has uh, no protection against Omicron. And by the way, so does everybody out there's Pfizer vaccine. And, and so it is a really interesting question of when do we get back in some way to some form of normalcy if this variant doesn't do it, I don't know what is going to do it for people. So, as we know, the fourth shot of the COVID vaccine has been administered in a clinically significant uh, level and a number of people in Israel already. And the most recent Israeli data, we keep looking at the Israeli data because yeah. they keep very ahead close, precise numbers. Unlike in this country where it's, you know, Fauci going, I don't know, let's take a guess. In Israel, they actually pay attention to the numbers very, very closely. And even the UK, as we've discussed, is better than we are. But the fourth shot of the COVID vaccine is not enough to prevent widespread Omicron infection still. So you're still getting you're still getting sick. Four even shots. After four shots, everybody. And that's not four shots of the bootleg J&J vaccine that I got specifically because I knew that this was all a farce and I just had to go through the motions or else I was going to be barred from everything I, I couldn't go into an office building i couldn't i can't do anything in new york without a shot clay it's insane what they've done to people here but now after four shots you're still going to get sick that's what the israelis are telling people now and and, and you know to berenson's point we had him on last week if they're not separating out those who are so old and so sick that they can't get the vaccine from those who are younger and are choosing to be unvaccinated that dramatically undermines the takeaway of the actual data set of what vaccination really means for people in terms of remember it all hangs on oh it'll keep you from hospitalization and death okay but how much how much of that is people how many people under under 50 
are going unvaccinated and are actually dying from COVID of any kind whatsoever. I would like to see that data. And how many people are the unvaccinated? What percentage of the unvaccinated who die are going through cancer treatment and can't get the vaccine or, you know, that that's the those are the numbers we need to have. What we're suddenly getting and we'll play that audio for you from Israel about the fourth shot failing in uh, when we come back in the next break here in a moment. But that's the data that we're starting to get just a, a pinprick of Buck. Like, for instance, in New York, Governor Hochul suddenly saw the light of day and we played CNN suddenly seeing the light of day over this, too. And they were saying, wait a minute, a lot of people who are hospitalized and testing positive for COVID are therefore totally unconnected uh, to COVID reasons. In other words, if you got into a traffic accident and you needed to be hospitalized because of that traffic accident, you test positive. You go in to have a baby, you test positive, and you're treated as a COVID hospitalization, even though you're you're an ancillary uh, COVID hospitalization because the only reason you're there is for another reason. But, Buck, to your point, if you have... An awful cancer stage and you are near death and you are in a hospice and you test positive for covid during that process, then you are counted as a covid death. So all of these numbers to me seem to be substantially out of whack. We'll play that audio for you about the fourth uh, different covid vaccine and what it's actually happening in Israel, because I do think it's significant. In the meantime, Legacy Box is a company helping so many families in this audience preserve memories contained on family videos and film recorded and collected over the years. You remember back in the day when there were camcorders and video cassettes before the iPhone and Android made that much uh, easier to store. We'd never throw those cassette tapes away, let alone the Super 8 film reels. But how do you even watch them again? Well, Legacy Box digitally transfers all those old tapes and films. You send it to them in a specially made box. They ship it to you in several weeks' time. Boom, you get all those tapes and film back along with a link to watch your movies again digitally. Imagine that, being able to see and hear the smiles and voices of family members at different times and ages in their lives. This is incredible, Buck. How do people get signed up? Get started today. Go to LegacyBox.com and enter the promo code BUCK to take advantage of a great discount for yourself. I did this. It's so easy. They take so much care with the materials you send in, and it's so cool. I can send around photos from 20 years ago that I had, hard copy photos that are now digitized for me, as well as videos, things like, oh, I don't know, my mom on a... Ralph Macchio Bubble Yum commercial, right? That's the kind of stuff you can actually get Legacy Box to put into digital format for you so you can share it. Go to LegacyBox.com slash buck. Again, that's LegacyBox.com slash buck for a big discount and the start of seeing your family videos easily and safely because it'll be stored forever again. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. 
Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Pure Talk, the cell phone company we both rely on, is further investing in their customers without charging an extra penny. Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in more than 50 countries, too. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. You keep your phone number and your phone unless you want to get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Up to you. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Welcome back to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show, everybody. This is uh, Buck coming to you from quarantine with the uh, Omicron variant of COVID-19. So we will continue to uh, continue to broadcast here this week. Uh, I will continue to broadcast. Well, Clay is fine. He already beat his Omicron, so he's good to go. But here's uh, th- what they're saying in, in Israel right now about this. Uh, they have some updated data on all of it. They actually have fourth. the fourth shot has been given to the fourth. Keep in mind, not the third, the fourth. Uh, over 500,000 seniors in Israel. This is CNN reporting on it. Play clip two. In Israel, several weeks ago, they started giving fourth doses to people who were immune compromised, to people who are 60 years of age or older, and also to healthcare workers. They said the fourth dose did raise antibodies, and maybe there was a slightly lower level of infections among those who got the fourth dose. They weren't really sure. They also didn't give any data as to whether or not getting that fourth dose did what we really wanted to do, which is to prevent severe disease, keep you out of the hospital. Now, if this all sounds mushy, it's because it was mushy. The Israeli researchers did not give any actual data. They just gave descriptions. You can tell, Clay, that that there's a a bias among scientists now around the world for never wanting to admit that what they're doing with COVID isn't working. I mean, the fact that they can't even prove any clinical significance from giving a fourth shot to to seniors in this case 
It clearly does not stop infection well. Does it stop infection at all? And I think that you see they continue to play games. They're doing this with masks, too, where they shout you down for saying it's not effective, even if it's a 10% effective at doing what they say. Nowhere else in the pharmaceutical industry would this or in the medical industry would this be able to fly, right? If I was giving you an antibiotic for an infection when there are other alternatives out there that worked 10% of the time or 5% of the time, they'd say, we can't approve this. This is crazy. But with the games that that the Fauciites play all around the world is if it works even a tiny bit, they say it works. And the rest of us say, well, not very well. I think it's uh, the question that I would ask everybody out there. Take it outside of COVID because there's so much, so many focus right now on COVID. Everybody's lined up to fight, you know, for the vaccine or against. Let's just pretend it's something else. If you got four shots for to keep you from getting polio, that you said, hey, we've got this polio vaccine for you. It's going to work phenomenally well. You'll get four shots in the year. And then you still got polio. Everybody out there, don't even consider it COVID. Everybody out there be man. That was a real waste of those four shots. Don't miss what is trying to happen here, Buck, which is they have shifted the entire reason for the COVID vaccine, in quotation marks, from, hey, you won't get it and you won't transmit it. It basically ends with you to now their argument is if you get the COVID vaccine, potentially three or four shots worth within a year, then you won't get really sick or need to go to the hospital. When, by the way, the data doesn't even reflect that that is necessarily true because the people who are going to the hospital, at least where they have good data in England, are like 80% vaccinated now. So this whole argument, I don't think really holds water. I think it's a function of our failure to have good data in the United States and or to share it very well. If you want to get the shot, get it. But this idea that they initially sold us, which is this would end COVID, is 100% not true. And they won't admit it. I mean, there's now obvious stuff going on here, and they won't say it, which is, I think, a huge tell about where all this is going. Um, I, I Look, I believe that Fauci and the rest of them going into the midterms, the Democrats are going to say we're going into a relaxed summer. They're going to claim victory over the virus this summer. Get ready for it just because they know they have to. And then as soon as the midterms are over, if they can, they'll start to say mask up again, peasants, get ready for your shots. This is now the the new normal is turn on, turn off the Fauciism. It's not it goes away forever. That's what they're trying to angle for. And that's what we're going to fight against with everything we can. By the way, voting rights, as they call it. But really, is that what the Democrats are into? Clay and I are going to talk to you about the push to get something done in the Senate on this. We'll come back to it in a moment. With each mortgage-free home, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation delivers on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices America's greatest heroes have made for us. People who risk their lives for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. That includes Gold Star and fallen first responder families with young children, our nation's most severely injured first responders and veterans, even our homeless service members. Look, all of this is only possible. The help that's given to them because of your generosity and support. So help our nation's greatest heroes and their families right now with mortgage-free homes. Donate $11 a month at Tunnel to Towers. That's right, Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's donating $11 a month right now at T, the number two, T.org.
Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Hope all of you are having a fantastic Tuesday, wherever you may be, across this great country, this great land. Encourage you to go subscribe to the podcast. You can give us a five-star review. We'll let Dub go review all of those and collate some of the best, and we'll read them at some point in the near future on the show. Do that at iTunes. You can do it at Spotify. You can do it at Stitcher. You can do it at Google Play. Wherever you can find a podcast, help us set a new all-time record in January after we had over 10 million downloads in December. All right, so we are going to spend now several days, potentially the rest of the week, engaging in a form of kabuki theater in the Senate where it is quite clear that there are not 50 uh, votes to change the filibuster rules. And as a result of there not being those uh, votes to change the filibuster rules, there is no way to pass this voting rights legislation. That doesn't mean that Democrats are going to go quietly, quietly into that good night. They are going to spend an entire week while we have all sorts of serious issues that are actually taking place on uh, this issue, belaboring the point, arguing that our democracy is at stake and their allies in the media are going to continue to make that argument, too, including CNN, Don Lemon. Here is CNN making the case last night to their audience, which, by the way, they have lost 90 percent of their audience since January of 2021. One year later, the 10 percent of people that are still listening to Don Lemon, this is what he told them. Inevitably, you get the politicians, especially the ones in Washington now who are blocking the, you know, the people's access to the voting booth and they want to use Dr. King conveniently. They're the biggest hypocrites on the planet because if, if cinema and mansion really want to honor the legacy of Dr. King and all of the people who fought for civil rights and voting rights in this country, what they would do is do a carve out for voting rights in the, with the filibuster. That's what they would do. But for some reason, they are mired in tradition. And they are stuck with these rules that are backwards. And as the former president said at John Lewis's memorial service, these are relics of Jim Crow. The filibuster has been used to block civil rights legislation forever. And so we need to stop that. We evolve. Just, be- just because there is a rule doesn't mean that that rule can't change. The filibuster uh, is not years? a relic. Just crazy. <laughs> it's just crazy, right? I mean, so much. The filibuster is not a relic of Jim Crow. That's just historically flatly incorrect so start with that look here here's the game here's the game um notice how they never give us any specifics clay right it's always they're blocking people from access to the polls and they're trying to connect it to the 1960s they're trying to connect it to jim crow before that and and make it seem as though there are people standing at the polling places you know with shotguns over their shoulders saying you know your kind aren't allowed to vote here to people i mean saying you know the stuff, the darkest parts of America's past, that's not what's happening at all. That's not the reality of America today. They're never honest about what's happening here. They never tell you who is not actually allowed to vote and what the problems are. They're talking voter ID. I mean, they, they make people wear, uh, you know, not wear, uh, show voter ID and in a sense now identification to get into restaurants all over New York City, Los Angeles, Chicago, Washington, D.C. So for health reasons, ID and a vaccine, of course, are fine. But for our sacred democracy, our, our elections, um, that's one part of it. But also notice how you can never placate them. So they don't tell us what the problem is. But even if you were, and this is just the Democrats pretending to be 
uh, pretending to be the great heroes of the civil rights movement, when, as we know, the Democrats were the ones in favor of suppressing minority votes, the black vote, in favor of segregation, in favor of Jim Crow, in favor of slavery. The Democrat Party has all of that in its past. But okay, so Clay, let's say they allow 30 days. Just pick a random state, 30 days of early voting. In the Democrat formulation, I can say, Clay, you know what? They're, the, the, the Republicans are blocking access to the polls. They're being racist because I want 45 days of early voting. And it never stops. You get 45, okay, I want 60... If you don't agree with my 60 days of early voting, it's racist. Don't you see? This is the game they play. And because people don't actually get into the specifics of what the rules are, they're never held to account for the rhetoric they use, which is all just one big virtue signal. Are there people who want to vote that are not able to vote? I mean, that to me is the essence of the question that no one actually asks. And I ask that question in a straightforward way. Because I have lived all over the city of Nashville in my life. I have lived in majority black voting districts. I mean, the heart of inner city uh, Nashville. I live there. No issue voting. I now live in suburban Nashville. No issue voting. I, I don't think there are very many people out there who say, hey, you know where I think of as having the greatest technological capabilities known to man, Tennessee. I, I, and I'm kind of saying that in a joking way. But... In all honesty, who are these people that want to vote that are otherwise being not allowed to vote? I, I, I just I don't ever hear anybody say, hey, I was going to go vote, but there's some issue that kept me from voting other than I just chose not to do it. I mean, voting to me, Buck, you tell me if, if you disagree in your experience in New York, voting is really simple. I mean, whether you want to do it early, which I have done a ton of times, uh, early voting goes on forever here in my state of Tennessee, which is a red state. It is easy to go early vote or whether I want to vote on Election Day, which I also have done. And, and truth be told, I like voting on Election Day the past few elections just because there's something that feels quintessentially American and democratic to me about being able to vote on actual Election Day. That's what I did on 2020. Uh, that's what I did, I believe, on 2016. But I've also voted early in my life. I just, I, I, I want to know who are these people that have a great deal of interest in voting that are right now unable to vote. I get the sense that those people basically don't exist. Well, you, you could also take the, the argument in a similar direction to what, what I have done with people on the left to prove the, the absurdity of so many of their claims on illegal immigration. I mean, I'll always ask them, okay, who, What's too many when it comes to illegal immigration and who doesn't get to stay? I mean, be really be really specific about it. Right. If, if you agree that we should have immigration laws, who is going to be deported? Because if you don't deport people, then you don't have immigration laws. There's no penalty for the breaking of those laws. When you ask a, a lib, what voter integrity protections do you support? The answer is none. Then Maybe they'll come up with one if they think long and hard about it, but uh, getting People that move out of a district, Clay, or even purging dead people from voter rolls? Oh, that sounds problematic. That sounds like something that the racist GOP would do. ID at the polls? Oh, that's not uh, only allowing voting to go up to voting day and not election day and not afterwards? Oh, that sounds that sounds like racist GOP stuff to me. You'll notice everything that we could possibly do. Signature match, everything you could do to make sure 
as we've seen, elections can be very, very close, very, very tight. Thousands of votes separating victory from defeat for presidential election, never mind a congressional or statewide election. And they oppose it at every turn because they've created this sense in their they've created this phantom in their minds that there is tremendous voter suppression. And even when the data doesn't bear it out, when it shows that you have all time minority turnout in a state after sometimes they'll pass voter integrity protections in that state. I mean, the, the voter ID clay is supported by huge majorities. Of the Americans not even close, huge majority of the American people when they're asked about this. But Chuck Schumer acts like voter ID says that it's like a return to the era of Jim Crow. I mean, you hear the rhetoric they use and you understand how these people are such psychos about COVID because they're just psychos about politics in general. Well, and to your point, as soon as you're demanding that I show an ID to be able to eat at McDonald's, I'm sorry, being able to require an ID to vote doesn't seem like a bridge too far, right? If you ask the average person out there, and you're correct, white, black, Asian, Hispanic, People overwhelmingly support the idea of voter ID laws. But if you ask the average person out there, hey, which seems more legitimate? Show your ID in order to vote or show an ID in order to get a Big Mac at a McDonald's to prove that you have been vaccinated. I think most people would say, hey, ID at voting seems like a more legitimate policy to follow than ID in order to get a uh, Chicken McNuggets. Uh, by the way, you don't just cast your votes once a year or once every other year. You vote a- every single month when you're paying your bills and spending your money with companies you have deals with. Consider your cell phone provider and the bill you're paying each month. Your money supports the candidates they choose to support. How disappointed would you be to learn that candidates are left-leaning, pushing left at agendas? But there's a solution, and it's Pure Talk. Get your cell phone service from Pure Talk. They use the exact same towers, exact same 5G networks as one of the big companies making these donations. But with Pure Talk, you get peace of mind. You're supporting a veteran-run business with similar worldviews as your own. Pure Talk's employees are all here right in the United States, and they're proud supporters and customers for those reasons alone. Many of you are, including Buck and I. Buck, how do you get signed up? From your cell phone right now, all you have to do is dial pound 250. That's pound 250. Say the words pure talk. You'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Dial pound 250. Say pure talk. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 
G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Pure Talk, the cell phone company we both rely on, is further investing in their customers without charging an extra penny. Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in more than 50 countries, too. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. You keep your phone number and your phone unless you want to get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Up to you. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Welcome back into the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show, everybody. Great to have you with us here, as always. Thank you for being a part of all that we do. And if you want to weigh in, please, by all means, 800-282-2882 on those lines. Lines are open. Um, We will be talking a bit more today about what the Democrat plan is here for the filibuster, as well as, which, by the way, the filibuster is not going to change. Why are the Democrats doing all this? As well as, Clay, that, that billionaire that we talked about yesterday, the part owner of the gold uh, is it the yeah Golden State Warriors. He's in the midst of quite a walkback. Uh, turns out, saying nobody cares about the genocide of human beings in Western China is not a popular thing to say in general, and particularly unpopular among, among the very uh, you know international focused woke left wingers that I'm sure this guy was trying to impress with his uh, his supposedly. Uh, you know, knowledgeable commentary on global affairs, which obviously everyone said, wait a second, no one cares about genocide. You got to be you're, you're out of your mind. Have you ever heard of this guy before, by the way? I had a little bit. Chamath. I think he's at Chamath on Twitter, if I'm not uh, mistaken. But first of all, he's donated six figures to Joe Biden. So he's a huge. Yeah, he's a huge wing. Obviously, yeah, of course. Yeah. Huge left wing donor. And for people out there who miss this, he's a, a, a minority owner. I think he owns like 10% of the uh, of the Golden State Warriors. So it's not as if he's the managing owner of the... By the way, they don't even use the word owner anymore. You knew this, right, Buck? They said the word owner was too offensive. This is 100% true in the NBA because of its connotations to slavery. And so they refer... Uh, that This is 100% true. I'm not making this up. You, they refer to all owners in the NBA now as governors. 
So totally. you are a team governor as opposed to a team owner to avoid the offensive word owner. And uh, that, that's amazing. You know that now when you're getting a tour of an apartment in any in any city in America, it is likely that they will tell you it is no longer a master bedroom. It's yes. called the primary bedroom <laughs> because master bedroom was offensive as well. I mean, I, this is, you know, we, we look at the language changes and it can seem kind of, of is course, a master's it is a degree, by the way, now offensive too. That's a good. That's a good question. I don't know. You the know? word I mean, master overall. Do we just have to write it out of existence? You, you know, there's that big. Uh, what is it on YouTube? It's called Master Class. I think where you oh, can yeah, learn right. learn how to be a DJ or learn how to be a world class chef. Uh, world class chef. Um, by the way, uh, pro tip: you can't actually learn how to be a world class chef <laughs> through the Master Class. But anyway, uh, yeah, they're always going to. It's about the power to change language more than it is to make changes that will actually. Uh, be consistent, right? So it's, oh, by the way, a perfect example of this. Senator Rand Paul has been banned from YouTube for, or I should say suspended. I mean, banned, suspended, it's tough to keep up. But he's been kicked off of YouTube uh, in the past, and now I believe he's been kicked off again for saying cloth masks don't work. What's fascinating is that now you actually are seeing the double standard unfold in real time. You are not allowed to say in big tech world that cloth masks are ineffective or don't work against Omicron. You are only allowed to say, if you are a Democrat and in service of Fauciism, cloth masks don't work, comma, therefore we need N95 masks. Or even, Clay, you just told me this one. What's the latest from the geniuses of our educational establishment for kids and masking? Yeah, it's crazy, Buck. Uh, they So for, a lot of educators out there have been saying for a long time that kids learn by seeing adults move their lips, particularly when it comes to enunciation, when it comes to learning how to read. The CDC now is saying, oh, by the way, after two years of requiring kids to wear uh, you know, normal masks, however you want to classify a normal mask, it may actually make sense for young kids to wear clear masks because they are learning how to read and or learning a new language. And for young children, seeing the lips of their instructor and of their classmates, it makes total sense. I'm not an expert in language, but covering up the face does not allow them to learn how to read and so their ability to read or learn a new language is curtailed. So if you are a young kid who is an immigrant and you are trying to learn English, being able to watch your teacher have her mouth move or his mouth move is wildly important. If you are a young child being taught to read enunciation, consonants, you can see the way the lips move is a huge part of learning that. The CDC, after two years, Buck, is suddenly saying, oh, yeah, there's probably some truth to that. We need clear masks, like masks so you can actually see the mouth on the other side in order to avoid inhibiting learning. This is all madness, but basically that's acknowledging now two years of further learning deficit for children that have been attending masked schools with masked teachers. It's amazing, isn't it, that they never stop to think for a second. Wait, wait, hold on. Why don't we do a randomized controlled or a randomized controlled trial of in the same 
city, the same place, so we can't have the, oh, but that's because of population density, or oh, that's because of compliance. Let's have some schools with masks, some schools without masks, and really be serious and honest about whether there's any. And by the way, it's not enough to say it's inconclusive. Because if it's inconclusive from the data, that means stop doing the annoying lunacy that you're forcing people to do. They should have to prove the benefits of these things. Instead, we're in this opposite land of unless we can prove beyond any reasonable doubt there is no efficacy from these things, we have to keep doing them. This is, this is where the mental illness situation, mass mental illness, really comes in. There's no doubt. It's a the biggest failure of American public policy shutting down schools in any of our lives, just about. I really believe that. Uh, all of us failed in allowing this to happen. Democrats obviously failed far worse. Left-wingers are to blame for why it happened. But everyone out there who wasn't able to stop it from happening also failed. When we come back, so many different things to dive into, including the Kabuki Theater on the Senate floor. We'll discuss on Clay and Buck. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 